This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in the sports director for Fox 2 Detroit and the Lions radio play-by-play man, Dan Miller, who has been with us before on this show. Dan, good morning to you. I I know it's easy to get hyped up in the offseason, but is the hype real for this Detroit Lions team? Well, I think they're they're talented, um, and I think if you look at them on paper, they're certainly good enough to be, I think, considered the team that should win the NFC North when you consider also what some of the other teams are going through. But, you know, they're in the position now where you have to go out and do it. Talking about it is one thing, and they finished last year strong. They had a good off season. They brought in some veteran free agents they feel like are going to be able to help them and not just help them on the field, but help them off the field and to help them become the kind of team that they would like to be. But uh, I think where I'm at on this thing is, yeah, they're good enough. There's no excuses. Obviously, injuries can change something like that. But now it's just about going out and proving that you are the type of team that people are giving you credit for being before you even play a game. All right. So one of the biggest weaknesses for the Lions last year was their secondary. Gave up over seven yards per attempt. Do you think there is a way that the secondary, at least on the defensive front, is better this year? Well, I think two things. One, I think the pass rush should be better. Just, you know, Aiden Hutchinson in his second year, James Houston in his second year, James Pascal coming back. Ali McNeil's done a lot to really change his body this offseason, mostly because he wants to be a better pass rusher. He's trimmed a lot of fat, looks like a different guy. Um, you, you get back O'Quara, you get back uh, guys that have been hurt and out that, that they have not been able to, weren't able to utilize last year. So, I think that up front, start there. They're going to get after the quarterback better than they did a year ago. And they were pretty good towards the end of the year, which is one of the reasons they finished so strong. And then in the secondary, when you go out and sign Cam Sutton and and Mosley and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you bring in three veterans that have played a lot of high-leverage games in this league. Mm -hmm. And you're adding that to a group that was already there uh, with some young players that came on strong towards the end of last year getting Tracy Walker back as a starting safety. I think everything's there for this defense to take a significant step forward, and in particular the pass defense, just by virtue of adding, you know, three guys in the secondary, mostly a bit of a, of a injury question coming off a knee, but adding guys in the secondary that have played, as I said, in big games in this league, and I think that was clearly something they set out to do at the beginning of free agency. 
We're talking with Dan Miller, the Lions radio play-by-play voice of Detroit. And so, Dan, when you talk about this team, and you certainly can't have a conversation without talking about Dan Campbell, and and he made all that noise three years ago at his press conference with all this the sound bites that were clipped off and, and shared. But how would you assess the job that he's done? It looks like, especially late in the season last year, that this team is responding to him. No, I think he's done a great job. I think one of the things that, that he's yeah. gotten credit for from – the moment that he walked in was the staff that he put together. Now there's been some turnover there and he's had to make some changes, but um, I think he feels very good about his offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson's defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, who's got more to work with this year, Dave Phipps, special teams. I think, look, Dan is the leader. Dan is the guy who sets the tone. Um, the guy you saw in that press conference is the same guy you see every day. Uh, you know, maybe not with, with some of the, you know, more exciting clips that people play, but there's a consistency to him that just works as a football coach. It works for players. I think it works for an organization. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He is emotional. You see that, but it always channels itself back into getting where you ultimately want to be. And, you know, I think a lot of people looked at at Dan Campbell as kind of a big, you know, lughead, if you will, and um, just kind of a, a big goofball. And I think he's proven that that's, you know, extremely misguided to, to look at him that way. He has been somebody who's adopted. He's been somebody who's learned on the job. He's been somebody who's gotten better at the job. This city absolutely loves him. He is, you know, one of the most popular coaches we've had around here in a long time. Um, and the players absolutely love him. And that's really where it should start because they want to play for him. Uh, they enjoy playing for him. I think they enjoy the way that he tr- – I know they enjoy the way that he treats them because there's never any guessing. You know exactly where you stand because he's going to tell you that. So um, I think for a guy who is, you know, still relatively young as a head coach in his first head coaching job other than an interim spot down in Miami, um, I think he's he's done a heck of a job. I think he's exactly who they hoped he was going to be. But again, uh, this is the first year that they've had, you know, significant expectations put upon them. And how you handle that uh, goes a lot towards defining not just you, but your team as well. Right. And we've talked about this team and how good they look on paper, how they're extremely talented. It looks like they're about to make another jump going from a bad team to an average team. And maybe now from an average team to a, you know, above average team. But what's the sabotage factor? For the Lions this year, because we know games are not won on paper. Yeah, I think it's it's injuries for everybody. I mean, look, you lose Jared Goff, the season is you know in, in some significant trouble. So uh, uh, injuries are the equalizer for every team. But I, I think if you just kind of take that off the table for a second, if you go back and look at the one and six start last year, they were turning the ball over, they were committing too many penalties. They were doing things that made it easier for the other team to win. If you go back and look at the 8-2 and two finish, you see a team that didn't turn the ball over. You see a team that was playing top-10 defense for the most part. You see a team that was running the ball effectively and not committing you know, the turnovers that extended drives for the other team or cost you drives. Now, they didn't completely go away. There were some moments where it still came up and bit them. But uh, it's right there. Winning in this league in some ways isn't that complicated. It starts with not turning the ball over. It's the single biggest indicator of winning and losing in the NFL is winning that turnover battle. And they did that at the beginning of the year. They didn't do it at the end of the year. And penalties just kill you because it makes life easier for the other team. So 
you know, it, it, there's a there's a cautionary tale from their season last year, which is that one and six start was largely based on mistakes that you made and things that that, that you could have prevented to at least keep yourself in some of those games that you ended up losing. And some of them were really close. And the difference was some of those silly plays. So, look, to me, it's about playing the way that you played when you finished 8-2 and two last year. Not, you know, look, this is going to be a different team. It'll be a different look than it was a year ago. But the lessons that you learned from that are the ones that you need to carry forward. And a guy like C.J. Gardner-Johnson who comes in has, you know, played in the postseason in big games and, you know, Cam Sutton has played in big games for the Steelers coming over here now. Uh, again, Mosley coming from the 49ers is a good player, a uh, guy who understands what pressure to win is. So I think they've added some people that will help in that regard, but it always starts with you. You know, people look at schedules and figure out if they can win games or something like that, which is fun and fine and all that, but it starts with you. And it starts with you not making mistakes that cost you games in this league. And I think that's where it has to start with them. We're talking with Dan Miller, the sports director at Fox 2 Detroit and the radio voice of the Lions as well. Follow him on Twitter at DanMillerFox2. Dan, when you look at this division, how do you see the division shaking out? Because certainly with Aaron Rodgers gone, it's been we've seen a shifting, not not a not of just the odds, but also the expectations for every single team. And And now it feels like the structure, because of Aaron, leaving for the Jets, that now it's it's sort of a fresh slate and it, it's fun to follow. But ultimately, how do you do you see this division being better than expected or is it going to take a, a definitive step back? Yeah, you know, it, it's I think right now people are looking at the Lions and saying the Lions are the team to beat because we have the fewest questions. We just have the fewest questions going into the season about our team, our depth chart and knowing what guys have already done on the field versus say a Minnesota who loses some guys, doesn't have feeling anymore, doesn't have cook anymore guys. They've, they've let some guys go to Darius Smith from their defense. They don't have the same guys there. So I, I, I think that that's why Detroit is being looked at right now. And that can change really quickly. If some young players pop up for some of these other teams, look, Chicago was very active during the off season, went out and signed a bunch of free agents. I'm not a huge believer in building a team that way. I'm just not, I just rarely see, I think, those teams come together. Um, you know, Jacksonville a couple of years ago spent a ton of money, and I guess you could say they reaped some of those benefits last year. But um, I think that if you look up and down the division, I think that Green Bay, look, they still got a heck of a coach who's won a lot of football games. They've obviously not got one of the best quarterbacks of all time anymore, and, and we don't have any idea what Love is going to do and how he's going to – you know, play when he comes in there. So there's an unknown in Green Bay. And, and I think Minnesota, look, you still have maybe the best receiver or certainly one of the top three receivers in the NFL. Um, they can still run the ball there. Cook, you know, Cousins can still throw the ball there. I think that I, I don't count them out. I, look, I'm not going to be surprised at anything anybody does in this division. But if you look at it right now, and this isn't arrogance or a prediction or anything like that, I, I think – Right now, the Detroit Lions look like the best team. But that can change quickly. You have to go out there and earn it. And what we're saying right now in July doesn't mean anything in September. So um, we have to see how some of these other teams, you know, replace a legend at quarterback or bring a bunch of new guys together in Chicago. And can Justin Fields take a big step this year? 
and, and improve in the passing game where he hits what he's throwing at, something he didn't do last year. Um, he starts doing that, you got a different ball game here because that kid is a special, special t- um, he just has some deficiencies right now in, in accuracy and throwing the ball. But if the when and if he figures that out, he's a problem for everybody because he is just an electric out there on the field. And I just I've seen enough of Minnesota over the years to know that that they're not going to go away quietly. So I think it's still going to be competitive. I think it's still going to be you know a fun division to watch with some ups and downs, and and we'll see how it all plays out. He is the radio play-by-play voice of the Detroit Lions and the sports director at Fox 2 in Detroit. It is Dan Miller. Dan, great insight as always, and thank you so much. Have a great season. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.